It's another edition of uh, Bush's Board Game Thing, uh, the weekly board games podcast where a group of friends meet up and it's about board games and then the chat that games spark. Obviously, we can't meet up properly at the moment. It's still via video chat. Uh, we've got Jess over there in a lounge. Brian's drinking a can of... Diet Coke. That's not an endorsement. I don't, I don't officially endorse Diet Coke. Um, if any soft drinks companies out there, I'm open for endorsement. But yeah, Are you drinking that own brand? Own brand Diet Coke? No, but it is, a, it is a multi-pack do not sell separately. Fantastic. We've got producer Ross recording us as well. Uh, Brian, I've got to start this podcast by saying you are clean shaven this week. I've never seen anything like it. You look like yeah. a choir boy. Yeah, I did, last week when we were recording the podcast, I just happened to have a shave. I, I shave about once every month. And Jess said, oh, you, you've lost weight and you look a bit younger. So I, I took that, I noticed, I noticed that and I thought maybe I should start just redesigning who I am as a person. We're not. This isn't a weekly uh, beard uh, podcast, though, is it? This is, this is not what we're here to talk about. Uh, it is Bush's board game thing, powered by the lovely people at Zatu Games. And we've happened upon this week's theme purely by accident because the, the big news uh, in last week's episode, and thank you to all the people who've got in touch about it, is Jess's amazing news of her new arrivals. Uh, Jess has got herself a pair of cats. Yeah, they are settling in very well. They're a bit freaked out. The first couple of days, mostly hid under the bed. Did you try the um, butter but now... trick? Oh, yeah, that was weird, that. That was weird. No, I didn't try that. No, no, I didn't well, maybe do that. They well, you... maybe they would have settled in a bit quicker if you put the butter on their paws. So we are uh, talking about cat board games in honour of Jess's two cats, Ellie and... Molly. Ellie and Molly. Uh, so we've been lucky enough during the course of the week for you guys to suggest a load of brilliant cat board games for us. We're going to be talking about some of the ones you can get your hands on on Zatu's website in a minute. But before that, this is what happened when Jess, Brian and I played the brilliant Exploding Kittens on a mobile app, which is a brand new thing. Check this out. 283. This is the future, the future of board gaming. Uh, it's like... You ever been in like Greece or Spain and you've walked through a video cafe or computer cafe and there's like Greek or Spanish lads sat there with earphones on playing strange video games against other kids from different parts of the continent. Do you know what I mean? This is what it looks like at the moment through the video chat. Jess typing code words to get into a different app on her phone so that we can play each other because people can't meet up. That's just how it is, guys, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Do you want me to explain to you how you play Exploding Kittens while, uh, while Jess is, is uh, joining the game? Go on then. So basically, in the deck of cards that we've got in front of us, virtually, but obviously in the board game you have physical cards, you play the game by putting the deck face down and taking turns, drawing cards until someone draws an exploding kitten. That's right. as simple as that. When that happens, you explode, you're dead and you're now out of the game. So the process continues until there's only one player left who wins the game. So the more cards you draw, the greater your chances of drawing an exploding what, kitten. What would it be like, I mean, it's a bit grim, but if a kitten was to explode, what would that... Would that, would that injure you? Would it it's... depends how much explosive was in the kitten. So if there's a yeah. little bit of a... Like, it would be like a... <laughs> and like a pink mist. But then if it yeah. was a, a huge bit, <laughs> it would be like bits everywhere. It'd be like, um, you know, one of those reveal, those balloon reveal things where they do a gender reveal. Absolutely. It'd be like cats. that, wouldn't it? Hate um, hey, whoa, 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 and whoa, then whoa, you whoa. can use your cards as well. So, for instance, there's like a card that's like this see the future card. So you get to then have a look at the top couple of cards in the decks. Then you know you can avoid either avoid picking a card because you know it's an exploding kitten or because you know it, there's not an exploding kitten you you know you you pull a card the, but the backdrop of this podcast has been using technology to get around the fact that we're all in lockdown and keep still playing games and this is great that you can play this on your mobile phone which is good the options i'm presented with are a bit fruity it says play with friends play with strangers or play with yourself sounds like your average friday or saturday night on the internet i'm gonna nice. go with play with friends are we right. friends is everyone ready 
Um, entering the code now. You two are called Sunbeam and Baby Cakes. I can see on my phone. You Sunbeam yeah, and Baby Cakes. Just starting up sort of like a nineties dance house act. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Sunbeam and Baby Cakes. Like um, Shanks and Bigfoot. That yeah. Kind of so vibe. Jess is going to do the singing because she's got a better right. voice than me, and I'm going to do the thing where I'm playing the drum machine at the back with a cone on my head. So you right, can play first. a card or pick a card. Obviously, if you pick a card, at the moment, the chances of getting a kitten are quite low because there's more cards. And there's a cat's or... paws come out the corner of the screen and it's timing me. So I'm going to go for a pick a corn. Okay. So that means you get to have a little look at the what cards are coming up. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's quite cool. Right, I'm going to go with a slap. Single slap. I'm going to slap. Who's baby cakes? Me. Go on. Jess, sorry, I'm going to slap you. That's oh, no. Draw from the bottom like the scared Ooh. little baby that I am. Oh. 11% chance of exploding kitten at the moment. There's a little Ooh. thing there. 11% chance of exploding kitten. I'm going to reverse. So now it's nice. your go again, baby cakes. Back at you, baby cakes. I'm going to reverse on you. <laughs> oh. It's got pretty I'm going to skip so I don't take a turn. Back to me. I'm lovey. I'm going to have a catnip sandwich. What does that mean? Oh, no. even mean? What does that even not mean? Allowed. Not allowed to, apparently. I'm going to skip... And ride my bunny raptor. What? I'm going to see into the future. Ooh. Oh, okay, interesting. Nice. So you can see what cards on the top I, of the deck. I know right? what I know what cards on the top of the deck, uh, and I I now know if there's an exploding kitten damn it. coming up. S still an eleven percent chance of a cat exploding. Okay, steal a card. Well, hang on, she's stolen my for, cards. I'm going for sunbeam. You've got to give me a card. You've got to give me a card. Give her a card. Go on. I don't want to give her a card. What if I don't? What if I don't give her a card? Well, you've got to. I don't want to give her a card. Well, you have to. I'm being like a cat. I'm being obstinate. Just give her. Just give her a card, Brian. Oh, that's an interesting card. There's a speech bubble here. Flag is offensive. God, I wish that had that option on Brian 24/7. I'm going to pick up a card as well. Brilliant. What a fantastic moment. I've exploded. Yes! No, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. You, you win no. all the games we it play. Said, Finally, you defeat it. It said 12% yes. chance of, of there being an exploding kitten. That's not fair. Yeah, but late, I mate. knew I knew that the kitten was there and I knew the top card was fine. That's why I took it and I thought, oh, one of you will take the next one. Ha -ha. Brian has been defeated, folks. You heard it here first. Me versus Jeff's, like the grandmasters of um, yeah. exploding kittens. A little bit like the Queen's Gambit, this is. I'm going to go catnip sandwich. No, I'm going to go... With no, cats. I can't play anything. Queen's Gambit, but with cats. I'm going to steal no. a card from oh. you. Um, this game moves one. quite quickly. Like, you, you've got to really concentrate. Otherwise, yeah. it runs out. Blown up. And Jess wins. Baby Well, cakes. I would like to say Jess, know, Jess no. Baby Cakes what? and Sunbeam won because I gave you the strategy to win. I'm like what? that guy with the cowboy hat in the Queen's Gambit. Brian, I literally wasn't to listening to you. I literally wasn't well, listening to you. Well, you didn't listen to me the first time when I told you to do it, but you listened to me the second time was when you won the game. So I'm, I'm claiming this as a sort of moral victory. You are not the cowboy hat guy I'm, from I'm, the Queen's Game. I'm the kingmaker. I'm the kingmaker. So there you go. Brian being knocked well and truly off his perch by Jess in a well, game well, of Exploding well, 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 Kittens. But I, I was being kingmaker to her. I was telling her, giving her strategy and advice. So let's not, you know. Brian, I wasn't listening to you. I was playing my own game. Can you not just take a loss? This th We were talking about this on the Instagram Live. You cannot yeah. take a loss. We all heard, you need to be able to. We all heard the tale of the tape. Let the listeners decide. I, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Exploding Kittens. I thought it was good. I'd yeah, love I mean, to actually it play wicked. it as a board game with with your mates because it has that element of where you're. You know, it's very much. It's a little bit like um, Chase the Ace, where you have to where you're left holding the yeah. ace. Yeah. But I, just, I like the fact that you're always trying to do each other over. I like it. It's good. 
Um, and also, Jess mentioned the um, Instagram live chat. Every Tuesday night, we go live. A different combination of us go live and answer your questions. And it was Jess and I on Tuesday. Uh, two things that kind of came out of that. Firstly, the drinks cabinet in Jess's house is like something I've never seen before in my life. Yeah, it's basically an all-bar one. It's all-bar one. You want one. a spirit, you name it, it's there. It really Boom. is. Unbelievable. And secondly, uh, we did throw you under the bus big time, Brian, for your um, inability to be a gracious loser and uh, mm. trying to own situations where you clearly lost and not being gracious enough. So just take the opportunity right now to just say to Jess, well done for winning Exploding Kittens. You did really well following my advice to, oh. to oh then go on and win the, win the game. It was very, very good. Very good. I like to think of you as my protégé. Bush's board game thing. You might be thinking to yourself, surely there's only exploding kittens in the world of cat games. You would be hugely wrong. There's a ton of great cat games on Zatu's website at the moment that you can get. I'll just read you a little, just a little brief uh, race through some of them here. And they've all got great names. Obviously, Exploding Kittens has got a great name. There's another game called Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza. You having that? Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza? Yep. What? And what's that about? Filled with fun and excitement, all the family be rolling on the floor with laughter. It's not your average card game. Apparently kids go crazy for it. I don't know what it is, but you can get it. Cat Cafe, that's another one. Now, have you ever been to a Cat Cafe, either of you Yes, two? yes, I've been yes. to a Cat Cafe. I'm I'll let Jess tell her Cat Cafe story, and then I shall tell my Cat Cafe stories. <laughs> Um, I literally don't have a story. I went to Ladies Cat Emporium in Bethnal Green in London, and it was lovely. I had a really, really nice time. I'm scared. What happened when you went, Brian? I went to went on a work trip to Edinburgh, and as part of the work trip, we decided to visit a cat cafe because we thought we'd get some good audio out of it. And lovely people there. It was absolutely fantastic. The, the proprietors we were fantastic. We but at the end of the day, <laughs> it's a cafe with loads of cats in it. It smelled. You couldn't. Re- they had a very limited selection of what they could serve you, food-wise and drinks-wise, because obviously it's very hard to get a health and safety certificate, which obviously <laughs> they did. But when you've got when you've got cats just roaming Crawling around the place around. with their big pink uh, <laughs> tea towel holders in your face, you're just sitting down trying to have a, just to sit down, and the cat just walks all over you. It, it feels like I tell you what it feels like. I tell you what it feels like. It feels like uh, you're on a, a safari and there's like, it's a cat safari and there's always something moving in the peripheral. There's always there's always something <laughs> rustling or there's a tail and you can't quite get settled. So look, I'm sure some people like them, but yeah, I, what, what's you not are, for me? I had a similar experience. We, uh, my eldest daughter, Erin, is obsessed with cats and is into all the Studio Ghibli stuff and my neighbour's Toro and all those kind of cat things. So we went to the very cutesy cat cafe that they've got in Newcastle. Uh, and it was roasting hot in there. Um, it was it was obviously a converted shop, so all the sun was blare, blaring through these kind of, you know, the, the glass windows and everything. Uh, and I was sitting there, and they were serving cake, and it was sweltering hot, and there was a beaded curtain where all the litter trays were around the corner, and I felt like I was going to have a panic attack. <laughs> it's just like, what is going on here? It's absolutely something else. It really was. Uh, but there's a game called Cat Cafe, uh, so maybe you can experience it without the panic uh, or adulation or joy, as Jess was just describing, of being surrounded by cats whilst you're eating cake. Finally, Cat Lovers Playing Cards. A, uh, it's described as an amusing game of cards. Look no further than Cat Lovers Playing Card Deck. Oh, basically, it's just a normal card deck, but with beautiful pictures of cats on it as well. And you can get that from the Zatu website right now. Two other games I'd just like to bring up uh, as a bit of an opposite to the whole cat thing, but seeing as we're talking about cats, they they are uh, quite a good counterpoint. And they're two good board games or role-playing games about mice, because obviously mice statistically and historically are 
Are they the nemesis of cats or I'm trying to work it out. I guess no, dogs are the, are I think the nemesis the, really. I think they? the cats are their nemesis. That's a really no, good hang point. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Elephants are mice. No, mice are elephants' nemesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Right? Dogs are cats', cats. nemesis. Nemesis. And cats are mice's nemesis. Nemesis. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Cats, works. if anything, just muck around with mice or no, birds, like, prey birds. on them. Cats kill billions of birds every year, don't they? And mice. Yeah. But although, yeah. hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We've got what? We had mice. We've got mice in our house, and our cat doesn't kill mice. You, oh, you're supposed to not cat. have any mice or rats at all if you've got a, a, you know, a cat pulling its weight in your house. No, yeah, we had, yeah, ra- we had rats lazy. as well. We had rats. We had mice one year and mm. then rats the next year and didn't do anything, didn't kill a single one. Right. Oh, Note to self, don't go around to Brian's house for Sunday <laughs> yeah. lunch. But there's two great games about mice, right? One of them is called Mouse Guard, uh, which is a beautiful role-playing game uh, about you... You know like Dungeons & Dragons when we played that and it's kind of a, an archer and a, and, a, and a sword master and a, and a fighter and a cleric and all that kind of stuff. You two essentially ruined the game, but we were playing in medieval times. Uh, Mouse Guard is a little bit like that, but you're, you're kind of cool, cute mice... Uh, roaming around the countryside and, and the other animals are then out to try and get you. So all the old kind of Aww. fighting that you have between the different animals and we've just explained the kind of uh, foods triangle of uh, beating up on each other that you get amongst the animal kingdom, that applies. So you'll be creeping around the countryside doing kind of uh, mice stuff but watching out for massive cats with swords and all that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's a little bit like Dog Tanyan, I guess. Does the, you does the if you get caught by a cat, does it not kill you? Does it sort of toss you around in the air a bit, take you to someone's house and then leave you to <laughs> run around in their house? Which is, again, cats are rubbish. One other good game that's worth looking at as well, if you wanted to go the opposite of cats and go to mice, is Mice and Mystics, which is uh, a game where you all play on the same team. Uh, again, you're fighting against other kind of animals from the animal kingdom, but it's a, a progressive choose-your-own-adventure uh, and like I say, you play on the same side against uh, an overall AI baddie. So that's Mice and Mystics and Mouse Guard. Check those two out. Uh, on our uh, Insta and on Twitter as well, and you can get in touch with us at Board Game Thing, uh, we've been celebrating how amazing cats are. And there is this kind of weird link between cats and board games. If you look at a lot of board game photos of people having their table set up, there's always a cat asleep somewhere, not too distant from it, mm. and a cup of tea. Uh, our amazing board game thing listeners have been getting in touch about uh, cats with human names. Normally you think cats might be called like Sooty or Sweep or whatever. But Jess, your cats have got what I would describe as human names. Oh yeah, real human names. Ellie and Molly. They they, they sound like two five-year-old children. Exactly. So th- I think this is a bit of a thing sometimes where people give their cats human names and we, we've got a few examples of this now i'm on board with people giving dogs human names right as in right, nigel right. steve dave or whatever but i'm not really on board with people giving cats normal names i like it what i think a cat needs to be called mrs something or other or lord and lady <laughs> something or other or general something do you know what i mean i think you need to make cats grander than they are well, it's a good point. But yeah. Before we got our dog, who we eventually called Murph after the drummer from Dinosaur Jr., uh, my dad, and this is honestly true, my dad wanted to call him Mr. Snuffles. That was his oh, suggestion no. for a name. Miss, Mr. Snuffles. Hey, Mr. And, Snuffles. And I, I think that's probably because you don't call cats. So you can get away with calling Mr. Snuffles, but when you have a dog, yes. you're often calling them down the park. So you've got to go, Dave, Steve, Mike, Alan. <laughs> that's good because it sounds like you're calling one of your mates. Whereas you can't, if you're in the... <laughs> Park, you can't go, Mr. Snuffles, Mr. Snuffles. <laughs> <laughs> so what were the other uh, human names that were coming in on the wires? 
Um, we've got um, someone's cat's called Dave. Nice. Absolutely love that. That's brilliant. Um, someone else has called their cat Phoebe after Lisa Kudrow's character in Friends. That's good. Which is good. Um, Frankie and um, her big brother Bernard. Obviously, she should, should have called it Benny there. Frankie and Benny, that was absolutely on a plate. Oh, Frankie yeah. and Bernard. They've missed a sitter. They've missed an absolute sitter. sitter. Oh, um, we've got Barney. Barney, that's quite a, a human name. These aren't quite as human as I want them to be. They're all sort of like quirky names. You, what do you, you want? want you want a Nigel. You want a you want a Brian is what you want. You a want Brian. Uh, Scott. You want a Darren. What about this one from Rooster on Twitter? Edmund. That's Again, pretty good. too posh. I think we we okay. want to go with James on Twitter who said Barry. That's what you want. Barry. Barry. Imagine that. that. That's that's my stepdad's name. I call the cat Barry. <laughs> uh, keep those coming in. We we love them. We love the photos as well. You can get in touch at Board Game Thing. But I think it's about time. He may have peaked last week. Jess and I said it was probably one of the best board game fact of the weeks we'd ever heard. It's time for Brian to shine. Brian's board game fact of the week. Right this week. This week for Brian's board game fact. Uh, it is, again, because when we came up with this feature, board game facts, there's not that many facts about board games. So we have to be a little bit fast and loose with, with what isn't Good. What isn't start, a fact. start off with an excuse, mate. That's a, that's a great way to get them going. Isn't <laughs> and it, what, isn't, what isn't about board games. But I thought because this week we're doing cat games, I've got, I've got a great cat fact for you. I've got a great cat fact for you. And it, plays, and it, and it also plays into my hatred of cats. I hate cats. <laughs> have I ever mentioned I hate cats? They're just the, they're the worst You've got a cat. cat. I know, You've got I know, a cat. And I don't, I, I don't hate her because that'd be cruel. And we look after her and she's great, but she's a rubbish cat. Doesn't like being petted, doesn't like hanging out with oh. us, doesn't, oh. never learnt to poo in other people's gardens or out in the wild. She only poos in her litter box. Can I say as well, I, I flat sat for Brian uh, yep, in his previous you. house yep. uh, when he, when he was away. Did you, look in, did you look in that drawer, did you? I did not. You told me not to look in the drawer. I did Fine, not okay, look in the drawer. Great, yeah. But um, th- you had the most amazing uh, litter box for that cat. It was like a little plastic cathedral. Oh, my wife called it, it the cat, cat shit cathedral, yeah. Cash at Cathedral. And it was, Why, it was, was like, it? It was what like did a, it like? It was like a plastic um, <laughs> Spanish-style no, cathedral. <laughs> it was... So, you know you get like a cat litter box with the roof on it, the plastic box or whatever. We had a small mm. flat, so we couldn't leave it in the kitchen or anywhere because it just stunk and uh, she was always using it. So I put it outside, but then it gets rained on and things go in it. So I built like a sort of lean-to with a felt roof <laughs> and and shiplap, like sort of wood on the side of it with a hole cut out for them to go into. And it was it was, well, it was amazing. I thought it was nice. <laughs> I'll change the name. I'll call it Dirty Cabin from now on then rather than Cat Shit Cathedral. Which animal was responsible for the Black Death? Rats. Right, yeah, rats. That's what everyone says. Yeah, everyone says it was rats. No, it wasn't. It was the cats. The cats were responsible for the Black Death. How? It's the, cat, it's the cat's fault. Prove it's the it. cat's fault. I'll prove it to you. Prove it. So um, there's a bit of a roundabout way of getting to this, but Pope Gregory the Ninth, as we all know, was Pope from about 1227. Yeah? We all know that. We all know that. that's a given. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we all know that's that. That's a given. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he absolutely hated cats, right? He thought they were a symbol of the devil and they should be destroyed. So he issued a papal bull for people just to kill cats. So they, they estimate over 12 million cats were, were killed in that period from like 1220 to about 1230. Wow. Well, what was yeah. his problem with cats? So was it like... Was I, reckon, I reckon it was like me. He, was, he just didn't like them. He thought they were rubbish. And he said, oh, yeah, lads, 
God told me we've got to kill cats. Yeah, it's a papal bull. I've just got to do it. So, do you know what I reckon happened? Right, if he's the Pope, he sat there every time he turns around the uh, the belt on his cassock, drags on the floor. The cat's trying to play with it, pouring at it, and then <laughs> pouring at it, and then he's trying to do gospels or whatever. And then the glint off the sun of his cross is going on the wall, and the cat's going. Cats, yeah, that's trying probably to get it. what it was. I, I would, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Um, so he he issued this papal bull, saying to everybody, if you're a good Christian, go and kill your cats. And kill everyone, you know, kill as many cats as you can find. So they, yeah, as I say, they estimate that over 12 million cats were killed during that period, which they think led to more rats being able to just roam around because the cats would kill the rats, which meant uh. that the Black Death spread faster. So really, we shouldn't blame the rats. It wasn't their fault. They were just doing what they, you know, they're just doing what they were told. Uh, they're just doing their thing. They're just going <laughs> around thing. spreading things. The cats were did not do their job. The cats were sleeping on the job. Well, I mean, they were killed by the Pope. Because they were dead. They were dead yeah, no, I know, I know. But at the same time. It's, you know, so you've still... taken you've taken a really, you've capitalised on a dark moment for the cat population of yeah. the world to try and throw them under the bus for the whole Black Death thing. Yeah. yeah. I, that's my thing. I'm going to have that. That's going to be the new history about it. Slowly it's going to become fact. Over the years, people are going, you know, it's the cats that cause the Black Death, not the rats. Wow. Just, you... that's, that's the worst board game fact Ever. I was going to ask what your thought on that was. Jess, you think you're terming that the I'm worst not happy one? I'm about it. I'm oh, really what? not so happy about it. So she thinks that the names of the hungry hippos, that's a great board game fact. That was wicked. But, but Love the, that. But the fact that cats cause a black death, that's not wicked. Fair they enough. didn't. It's not their fault. They were dead. Brian, you can't win they them didn't. all. You can't win them all. You, you can't okay, win them all. And enough. the hippos will reign supreme. Right, let's look at another cat-themed board game now before we descend into a fight over the Black Death, as you do. Uh, Jess, you've been playing uh, a game called The Isle of Cats, which I've seen. It looks gorgeous. Tell us a bit about it. So it was really fun. Um, There's quite a lot to it, so I won't explain every single part of the game. But basically, there's an island of cats and um, some something or someone is coming. Hell, hell. Absolutely hell. Yeah, hell hell for you, hell for you. And someone is, like, coming to, like, I, can't, I don't know if they're going to hurt the cats or Good. not. I can't remember. But someone's coming to, like, right. do something to the cats. Can I be on that team? No, no. It's and you've got to try and save the cats um, and get them on a boat and take them away. But you have to get them on the boat within their family. So there's two boards. One's the island of cats. And then you've got your boat. And you kind of have to learn... Yeah, you have to you have to learn um, from people on the island as to how to get the cats to come down. You got to make sure you got your basket and your fish. It's it's really it was really really good, a really really fun ball game. Also, something really great about it uh-huh. is that there's a family mode. So if you're playing with young children, because it is a, it's not complicated, but there's just quite a few elements to it. You need to sit down and like read the instructions. It might take you 15 minutes or so, but there's like a, a family mode. So if you want your kids to play, there's a much quicker way to play it. And the best bit about the game is that obviously it comes in this box and when you take the lid off, yeah. it says put your cat here in the lid and then if you've got a cat, you can like put your cat in the lid of the board That's game so um, the box. like Because they do, because obviously we all know cats love boxes, um, so your cat can... Imagine that, playing the island, Isle of Cats with your own cat curled up asleep, purring away in a box. It's also yeah. uh, got the look of Cat Tetris, which is a fantastic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have like all these little bits and bobs. But look, I'm not going to get into the into the details of it because there's there's quite a bit to it. But it's really it's really fun. It's How really did the cats get on it. the island in the first place? It's their island, man. Right. And somebody else invaded and wanted them gone the for cats, no reason. Are the cats like running the island? Is there like a cat administration? <laughs> oh, it's only cats. 
Right. You've got your cat. So why do you want to you take know, them got... off the island? That's their home. That's a good point. They seem to have mean, a good infrastructure. This is mean, this is mean man who wants to take all the cats off the island. It's the guy, it's the Pope guy. Pope Gregory it's the, the Pope. ninth. So you're saying that the Isle of Cats, the baddie in the Isle of Cats is Pope Gregory? Yeah, and he's there, like, kin all the cats, and they're like, uh, excuse me, what are you talking about? But they're cats, so they can't really fight a human. I mean, they can do some damage. Yeah. So that's why we come in, and we get the baskets and the fish, and we take the cats to the boat, and we save them. Obviously, there are a few obstacles along the way, but it was really good fun. I loved it. Sounds completely legit. No no, no issues with that, Jess. That is Isle of Cats. Have a look out for that now. That's fantastic. You can get in touch with us on this podcast two different ways. We've got a fancy email address, podcast at zatu.co.uk. That's podcast at zatu.co.uk. Every time I'm talking, I can see on video chat, uh, Jess is turning to give her cat a little kissy-kissy motion there. It's very <laughs> unsettling. I'm going like... And, and she's, she's looking at me cat? as if to say... What? Have you ever seen a cat just go right into the middle of the living room floor, put their leg right up in the air and then get down to business with their bum hole and you're kissing yeah. that cat you're kissing that cat with your mouth no i air kissed oh, i air dear. kissed i air kissed i will not kiss the cat and i will agree with you that brian i will not kiss the cat because i have they seen really them go to town what I've, are they doing I've in seen there them, it's weird isn't it i have seen them shitting in the box <sighs> then licking themselves oh. maybe it's not such a good idea to put your cat in the box in isle of cats you know cats have got they've all got their own trick haven't they cats have got one leg up Licky bum bum, yeah. and then dogs have got their party pieces. Maybe got family rounds. Do that bit where if it's not had attention for a bit, put both legs up in the air and, and pull itself along. Yeah, and scratch yeah. its ass. That's that's what dogs do, isn't it? That one. Um, anyway, I was saying about uh, how to get in touch. Uh, at board game thing as well on Instagram, and we've just had a, a kind of a late email in about a subject we were talking about the other week, which is board game strops. This is from Deb. Um, <clears throat> the, our last drop was during uh, a game of Codenames Pictures. Do you guys know Codenames? I play it quite a lot with our kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you play time. the Disney version with your kids, yeah, exactly. don't you? So you have to basically, the, the idea of the game is you have to uh, just say one word and they have to pick the card what they think it is. But the, the, the key to the game is choosing one word that refers to as many of the cards as possible so you get ahead so um deb continues as my daughter and i were losing three in our best of seven game series as spy master that's the person that gives out the clues i thought i would kick the game off with an ambitious call i said rectangles for four um this was followed by a long silence Eventually, my field agent pointed to a picture. It was correct. Second picture, correct. Third card, wrong. Uh, we lost the game, but she insisted I explain my four rectangles. It turns out one of the rectangles I picked, she thought was a square. What happened afterwards was a heated debate whether a square was ultimately a square or indeed it did belong to the overall definition of a rectangle, which led to <laughs> said daughter storming off to her rectangular bed in her rectangular room. <laughs> And then Deb goes on to try and justify, even though it was a square. Uh, for those left wondering, here is the internet definition. The square. It is also a rhombus, therefore all of its sides are congruent. A rectangle is a square when both of the opposite sides are the same length. This means that a square is a specialised version of a rectangle and indeed is a rectangle. Now you know, I rest my case. That is so good and that is so insightful. I didn't know that about squares and rectangles. But let's send Deb a Zatu dice tray. She deserves one for that, doesn't she? She deserves oh, that's a treat. A fantastic email, yes. That's the that that for me is what sums board games up. You start off at 7 p.m. playing a quite an innocuous game about something, and then two <laughs> hours later, you're on the internet researching what the difference between a square and a rectangle is. <laughs> 
So look, we're about to uh, segue into our weekly feature, The Pitch. I've just got to say, before we head over there to find out who's going to be pitching us a board game idea this week, uh, Jess, during the course of the last couple of minutes, I can see on video chat that you've tried to put Ellie, your cat, on your lap. and, and That's Molly, actually. She doesn't like you. She's, which one That's is it? Molly. That was Molly. Uh, Molly's not that keen on you. Really. She's doesn't, fine. You've just got to force them to love you. You see? That's that's my problem with cats. They they they're absolutely. Oh, oh, that's the thing with you, Brian. You just you, you can't be bothered. You're lazy. You don't want to have to work for someone's love. You just want it to come to you. No, I'm a person who will work. Who will force for love. a cat on its lap? Any opportunity to slag cats off. He's just out of control this week, folks. I do apologise. Let's head to the pitch. Uh, This is where you guys step forward and pitch to us an idea for a board game that you have. Uh, This week, it's an honour to welcome to the show Mark. And here's his idea. Hello, board game thing. Like Jess, I've recently rehomed a cat. And as it's um, cat week, I thought I'd pitch you my idea about a cat-themed game. The game is called Herding Cats. And the object of the game is to move your herd of cats around the board. However, the problem is the more successful you become, the bigger your herd. And obviously the bigger the herd, the harder they are to move. So the winner is the one that gets the most cats back home. You could visit places like the supermarket, where one of the risks could be of losing a cat in someone else's trolley. My first thought was you could go to the butchers, but I couldn't think of a way of losing a cat that didn't involve the mincer and I wanted to be a family game. It's very much work in progress, but I'm sure with a bit of creative input, it could be successful. Cheers. Well done, Mark. I, That's his I idea. What a fantastic game. idea. Cat I herding the game. Idea. I think I've already got an idea to, to play into it. There could be a bit mm. where you've got to get the, one of the cats off a refrigerator because they just want to sit on... <laughs> they love sitting on top of fridges. They will never get down. You go, come on. Yeah, yeah. and that's another thing. You can play a <laughs> card to attract yeah. a card. Yeah. Also, Maybe like some it. of the danger cards could be like someone clo- someone slamming a car door and them all like trying to scatter off and run. Or like, have you Look. ever seen the videos on YouTube of when people put cucumbers next to cats and they freak out? They like jump away and they get so scared. <laughs> there'll be like a cucumber card, which could be like played at any time and they'll just like scarper all of them. You know freak why, out. You know why they're like scared that. of cucumbers? I know, but I don't want to try it on my cat. But, but it's do you mean, know why, why they're scared of cucumbers? No, this should no, have been I my board game why? fact of the week. Um, it's because mm. they hate salad. No, it's not. It's because <laughs> it's because it it it's it's part of the primeval part of their brain where their their DNA is not DNA, but where their um, what's the Darwinism thing? You know, they they they've evolved instincts. Instincts. They're oh. instinctively afraid of snakes. So if you sneak oh. a cucumber up on them, they think it's a snake. <laughs> yeah, that's really. What do they think snakes look like? A cucumber looks nothing it's like a snake. snake. Does it? Yeah, I guess in the corner of your eye, snake. I try, try on your flatmate as well, Jess. Sneak a cucumber at him whilst he's typing or watching telly or whatever. See if he does I the same think thing. I think you'd make him jump. Do... It would though. If, if you would. were like looking one way and then you look somewhere and someone's got a cucumber, like you would jump, wouldn't look, you? Look. I think uh, herding cats is a great idea for a game. Even though I don't like cats, I would play that game. Also, yeah, do you mate. know what? When you said we're going to do a whole episode about cats, right? I was—I'll admit—I was skeptical, but I think there's been enough about cats. There is enough board games about cats. Well, there, there you go. If you like the sound of any of these games, you can get them from the Zatu website. Uh, there's something you might need to track down as well. Uh, check out Mouse Guard is a brilliant game, also. And thank you for all your brilliant input this week. Uh, so, if you want to get in touch, we are always here. We we'll do a uh, Instagram live on Tuesday night. It'll be a combination of the three of us. 
Uh, and all you've got to do is follow us on Instagram at Board Game Thing. That has been another edition of Bush's Board Game Thing. A big thank you for producer Ross for being there, uh, the man behind the scenes. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Brian. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.